Welcome to the Soul Revolution Tribe podcast, where we share stories, laughs, and even a few tears, but always a good time. We are about depth and real raw sharing through soul conversations and medicine. We are learning to find ourselves again and to be an unstoppable force of nature, ready to break down the constructs and rebuild them with love and acceptance at its core. We are the new world. Welcome back to a new episode of Soul Revolution Tribe. I am Jackie, your host and shamanic soul guide and remembrance facilitator. And I am so excited to have Bridget here with us today. She is a spiritual midwife guiding women through transformation of healing um, and life transitions. And she is all about the body, mind, and soul and the cycles of life. She brings in energy, body work, mindful coaching, really to guide you back um, into your healing. So I'm so glad to have you here today with us. I'm so excited to be here. This is so awesome. We've been planning this for a while and the stars are aligned and this is the moment. (laughs) The divine timing. I always have to go with that for sure. So grateful to be here with you. Absolutely. So for the people listening, so what is in like your words, like what is a spiritual midwife? Yeah. So thank you for asking that. So, um, spiritual midwife, you know, in talking about what I do in terms of healing, like taking, helping women, guiding women through healing, transformational healing and life transitions. um, Whenever we're going through a healing process or whenever we're moving from one part of our life to another, there's this death and rebirth that happens. And we don't always think about it that way. I actually I know I experienced it, but it, it took a while for me to connect those two pieces together because we always think about death as the end, like the ultimate end, but that is not how life goes. I'm a very cyclical and season, like I love the seasons. I'm um, becoming more and more deeply aware of, of cycles. And that is what life is all about. Like there's rhythms and there are seasons and there are cycles and with each one, there is a death. And when I say death, I mean, there is a letting go of things that we no longer need. There is a release of anything that's been holding us back. There is, maybe there's a piece of us that no longer fits with where we are going and where we are moving forward to. And that is the death part. And it is not, it is not a negative. It is a positive because on the other side of that, is your growth, your rebirth, your next level, your ascension, your next step along the path of where you're going. And so as a spiritual midwife, I'm here to help you with that, that cycle, with creating that safe, because death, letting go of something or realizing that we are either moving away from our comfort zone, or we're moving away from a life that we know we have known for however many moments, minutes, days, weeks, years to the next piece, which we might not even see. It might be a complete, where we're going might be a complete unknown is scary, right? It's, it's so vulnerable. And in order for us to do that, and I speak from personal and, you know, um, client experience, we need to be held right? We need it. To, I, as I'm talking, I keep getting two pictures in my mind and, and they resonate with who I am. So I hope it, it speaks to you all. But I, it's like, you know, when we're born into this world, 
right? We need as infants to be held in certain moments. And in certain moments, we're like, okay, we've got this. And we're going to start exploring this next phase of our of our life, our milestone, you know, we are, um, and then we need to be held again. And then we move to the next phase. Um, important nurturing. Like that's, that's what it's all about is sometimes we don't have to always be the strong one that we can lean in to our resources and have somebody good space for us and show us the blind spots that we, we haven't either been willing to look at, or we haven't seen it's been hiding in the corner. Yes, absolutely. And when we are held is the times that we can see it because we feel safe enough to either look or in that safety, the light, it, they're illuminated, right? Mm-hmm. And and those are, those are the things that we need to work on, that we need to, to work through, to, to see, to hold ourselves when we are being held. So what I'm doing is it, at the, at the very basic level is creating this nurturing, unconditionally loving space for you right in that moment, wherever you are in that moment to be held so that whatever you are going through, you know, at the very basic level, you are held with open, loving arms without judgment. Absolutely. And so that you can move through your process and when we are held and we are feel safe it's only it's there in that moment that we can look within and ask ourselves why am i feeling this pain why is this emotion continually coming up why am i feeling so stuck why does a place or a life that felt so comfortable now feels uncomfortable mm-hmm. And so that is, that is at the base level. And then once you're able to start doing that inner work, and I'll be there to guide you through that, through body work, if you're in person or online, because that cell, that energy can, that energy, just like my voice is traveling to your ears through this podcast, and hopefully all the way to your heart, that energy will travel physically, energetically, spiritually, through so through body work through energy the energy system through just having that mindful reframe and being able to look at yourself with those same loving gaze with this open perceptual lens my mentor always talks about you know being able to have to st- so i get this picture when she says this open perceptual lens of you standing outside of yourself looking within and seeing yourself as you would want to be seen and seeing all of you, all of the pieces, whether you are feeling, you know, good about them or maybe not so much, you're seeing all of you. Um, And then, so we work through that healing process or we work through where you are in life and where you're moving to where you're going, you know, trying to help you find that next step. And as, as we, as the light, illuminates that and you start to move through that process then it shifts towards you know just encouraging empowering and and once again continuing to hold that space as you step forward into that new life place that new version of you that next layer of you 
um, because I think we're always growing and evolving, you know, like we are here to continually evolve um, and walk our path. Absolutely. Oh, I just, so much, so much beautifulness coming through. Like, I love the death and rebirth piece. Like, that's the big thing that I share is like, it is, it's not like a death as the end, it's the new beginning. And for me, it's like shedding the layers. That's how I see the death of shedding the layers and that the, mm-hmm. the layers still serve a purpose. It's like the layers shed and that turns into the fertilizer for the rebirth. Mm-hmm. Like that's how I view it. And um, I just, I just love everything about you because we are so much alike when it comes to that is like meeting people at their level and not, not talking above them, not going below them, but really meeting them at their level Mm-hmm. and loving them for exactly where they're at and at the same time holding their potential mm-hmm. and and being able to navigate with them and that's what i always say like i'll sit here and i'll mirror your potential with love until you're ready to look at it and it's okay mm-hmm. i'll hold it until mm-hmm. you're ready to take it um because i love you that much and i want you to step into those pieces and i just i just love the work that you do and everything you're standing for and the mission and you're just a beautiful soul from day one. Like as soon as I heard you speak, I was like, yes, that is a soul sister. (laughs) (laughs) It is so awesome when that happens for sure. It is. Yeah, absolutely. That that beautiful connection. So let's share a little bit about what your healing journey has been, whatever you feel comfortable with, like the key points, some of the key points. I know that for me, at least I know there's so many points on my healing journey, but what are the things that are coming to your mind right now to share, like to get, that got you here to this moment? Yeah. Oh my goodness. So many things. Um, I will say, you know, the biggest things is that I was, I've always had a passion for helping others. You know, it's, it's, it, it always lit me up inside to be able to share, share the love. I know that sounds really corny, but share that unconditional love and to, um, to be that bridge for someone in between like where they are and where they want to go or allow them to see, have that light bulb turn on and be like, Oh yeah, that's what I needed in that moment. Like not that I gave it to them or not that I did it for them, but I just was there just, you know, just like a friend would walking by side by side with them so that they can feel comfortable enough to see, Oh yeah, that's it. That's what I needed. Um, And at the same time, I was, and I love people and I love life. I love being in life, but as a kid and even throughout like, like many different times in my life, um, I was on the sidelines, whether it was due to chronic illness or whether it was injury, because I was an athlete and, you know, the injury that kept me on the sidelines, um, or, you know, many different things that kind of take, took me out of where I wanted to be. And I always had this curiosity of like, how can I help myself? Like I hear all of the, the noise from parents from, and the joyful noise, uh, obviously trying to help me get back to where I wanted to be. But there was always something inside, like talking to me, like, but there's something else like, okay, we're hearing all of these things, but, but let's try something else. Or that doesn't feel completely right for me. Um, so that led my like openness to discovery to find out like how I wanted to get to that place, like how I, um, 
how I can help heal myself and what tools felt good to me to use for me. And believe me, it wasn't a straight line in, in any sense. I mean, there you were gotta many try times. it on. Like that's my experience. Yeah. You gotta try it on and say, well, that didn't work right now. Let's try something different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there were many there in, in, in that same, right. You know, I talk about healing, transformational healing and also life transitions. There were many times in life for me where I lost my way. Like, you know, I think about in college, just some of the experiences I had where I, I had that inner voice and then I lost it somehow, like in, in those moments of, okay, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm not where I want to be because of injury, because of illness. And so I have lost, I'm so down in that, in that, um, deep emotional state of loss that I don't know how to get myself back out. And I've lost that inner voice or, you know, transitioning out into the real world after college and then trying to figure out where I fit, who I am, you know, with the model that I grew up with, like, do I, how to find a partner? Because that was, that was, you know, that was the next step, right? You go to school, yep. at least in my <laughs> journey, yep. you go to school, you find a partner, you start a, and I, I will say that I am a mother at heart. That is me. Like I've always me too. had those mothering tendencies and that was my ultimate goal. If you would have asked me what my goal is in life, it was to be a mother. And I finally, I realized later after becoming a mother that that wasn't just to my children. Like that was beyond the mother. You know, and yeah, it was the mother energy and it, and I always had it. I mean, I was always like, I love being in nature. I love, you know, we compost, we recite, we do all of the things to take care of her and connect with her. And when I say her, I mean, mother earth. Um, so, and you know, it, it's so following that journey of like, okay, now I'm a mother. What does that look like? So in each step, in each step, whatever your steps look like, it could, you know, I, I, when I talk about these life transitions, it is, I think the bigger moments are, um, you know, getting out into the real world, then deciding like, do you want to have a job? Do you want to take a break? Do you want to go back to school? Do you want to have a life? What partner? does my life look like? Yeah. What, what does that look like for me away from my parents, away from society, away from um, my teachers, my mentors, my whoever is in that category for you and going within to decide what that looks like for you. And for me, it's been a constant unfolding. It's, and it's not been linear. Like healing is yeah. not linear, right? Like it's a, it's a path. It's a, I love the word journey. I continually go back yeah. to that word. Um, and so it was that losing myself along those places, and then finding myself again. And again, when I, when I say losing myself, I would, I, my, when I've lost myself and not realized it for me, it was, it manifested in physical symptoms or, and physical symptoms because we're human, right? We are yeah. this, we talked about this before we started recording, we are divine souls in a human body. And so yeah. we experience this life through this physical body and myself very deeply. Like I recognize that within me. So it was, it was again, illnesses that would come up, random things that would, that would show up and just, they would start as little, little voices, little, little colds here, re recurrent colds at the time of my cycle, 
my bleed every month. Like if that isn't trying to tell you as a woman something, I don't know what is. But I was so lost in that moment that I wasn't seeing it at first. And then it was, you know, some some GI stuff that again, like physically it's your gut, energetically it's who you are. It's your I am center, right? It's who you are inside. It's your inter your um inner knowing when we're talking about the wisdom areas of the body. Um and then it was like it was like my heart I was I was having like heart rate issues that eventually became thyroid so we're just moving up we're just moving up those chakra system or we're moving up the wisdom areas or it was letting you know in all different chapters like that's what I'm hearing you say is like how I look at it is like the disconnect like it's not that we're ever disconnected for who we are it's like the distancing of our, our energy our soul trying to fill this human role. And I think that's the balancing life or the balancing act of life is what I was saying before, like as how I view it is remembering that we were a divine being to start with and we came to have a human experience, but sometimes we forget that and we're here to experience all the things. But when we disconnect from our truth and we try to live a different truth, we make this um, disharmony uh, and dis-ease in our body, mm-hmm. literally, that's what it is. And it manifests physically as soon as we start disconnecting from that piece of us. And it's not like you can't chop off that piece. Like I'm not saying that it's just like the distance piece. And like, that's what I hear you saying is like, yeah, you're distancing that part. And then your body was crying out, trying to tell you, but yeah. we don't listen. And then it cycles. Yeah. And then, and so it, you know, for me, it got to the point where I just, I couldn't, I couldn't, like, I couldn't, I knew I couldn't go on in this way. And so, you know, I had to speak my mind. I had to speak my voice and, you know, there were, there were two, well, there's, there are more than two, but two very distinct times where I did that and made a change. And when I finally took off all of the stuff that I was carrying, it was unbelievable. Like to me that, that I had carried in that moment. And of course you do the work and you recognize like all the different ways that you've been conditioned to carry that weight and you make the choice, whether you want to change that or not for yourself. Um, but so what I, what I take away from that and what I want to share with others is that you have it all inside between your inner knowing and your connection with your higher power, you have it all within. And so you know, part of the journey with me, if you were to, you know, work with me is to reconnect with that inner knowing and then have the confidence to be able to express that one. Um, well, to trust yourself, because that is also part of my journey, like learning to trust myself again, um, to trust yourself, to, to speak what you need to speak, to ask for what you need to ask for, and then to know that it is okay, like you have that inner knowing, but it is okay to ask for help. It is okay to receive support from others and guidance from others. Is And then because you know that as you receive that guidance, you're going to reflect it back in and you're going to ask yourself, like, how does that feel to me? And if it resonates, great. And if it doesn't, you know, you said earlier, take it off like your coat. Like, yeah, you just like, okay, that, thank you for that. You know, thank you for loving me enough to share that with me, but that, that is not for me. Um, so, you know, at this time, cause you never know, it could be for the future, but at this time it does not resonate. Right. Cause there are moments where we are shown or we hear, or we see what we need to, 
but we're not ready for it. And, and that's okay. There's been plenty of those moments along my way too. Um, so yeah, there was, I mean, it, it kind of went, there was a period of time where it exactly went like that. It was like a cyclical illness, then it became GI dysfunction. Then it was my thyroid through my heart. Cause it was palpitations and just like, I'd be standing still and my heart rate would be 120. And like, that's not normal for those of you who don't know what normal is. Um, and then it was, you know, into my thyroid. And then, you know, I had just, I'd had enough, like no one was going to, I was looking for someone else to, to make this change for me because there was so much weight on my shoulders surrounding it. And then I just, I was so far gone that I wasn't able to be the mother that I wanted to be. I wasn't able to be the person, the wife, the mother that I wasn't able to be myself in the world. And that was just, my soul was like, okay, that's enough. Like you have to get out of here no matter what it is. So, you know, I left that situation, which was extremely hard, like to the, the leaving was once I got to that point was easy, but the, the transition was hard because the next situation I went to, it was, it was leaving one workplace and going to another. Um, and there was some, you know, it wasn't just my coworkers, but there were some, um, there were some people that were really close to me in that one facility. And then going to the other, you know, I was going there to heal and to, but also at the same time to, to care for others, um, in this new place. And I was, they thought I was coming there to spy on them. And so it wasn't like I was going from one toxic environment to another toxic environment. And I had to speak up again and say, listen, I'm here for me and for the patients that I'm going to engage with the clients that I'm going to see. And I'm not here to be, you know, a negativity for you. And I knew like, once I had done some work, I knew I was there to make a change for that group too, at the end of the day. Um, but again, that's another, it was another transition. And then as my, as I began to heal, I started looking for, because I've always been holistic in nature. Like I said earlier, like I'm always looking for the alternative solution because my body does not want the traditional. I do. I I mean, I went to school to be a physical therapist. I obviously ascribed to the traditional medical model, but what brought me to Jefferson was that they talked about treating the whole person. Like mm-hmm. they were the only program that talked about treating the whole person. And as soon as that they said that, I was like, okay, this is where I'm going because that was my hope to learn how to, to see all of me and all of you, not just one body part or yeah. whatever you're dealing with. And so I, cause I had always been on that quest for myself. Um, and I also had like, you know, my, both of my grandmothers were very much like my Nana from Italy was very old school Italian. So we used like herbs and we used oils and we used all kinds of different things to, to help what natural ails you, remedies. you know, and to support our bodies in a natural way, the way that, you know, mother nature and God intended with the, with all that we have been given on this earth to support our physical bodies. So I went on that quest for myself and I also, and also for you know, my, my patients, because that's just who I am. Like if I'm, if I am helped and healed and lit up by something, I want to share it with you. Like, that's why I'm so grateful to be here with Jackie, because like we could talk to each other forever, but I want to share, like, I just love sharing this with others. Um, 
to, to be lit up in turn, you know? So, um, and when I found some of these holistic healing techniques, it was, I literally like the first craniosacral course I took, it was like the matrix when they like put their hand on someone or like any movie where you put your hand, like somebody puts their hand on somebody and time stops or the flood yep. of like energy. It was that kind of experience. No lie. And it was energy scary. It, it was yes. And it was awesome and scary as hell at the same, <laughs> the same moment. Um, because it was my first experience, right? Like with that, I call those deep remembrances. Like, like when you do that, it's just activates parts of you and you're like, it, I've known this before. And that's like the excitement part in you. Yes. Oh my gosh. And then the third class when we did the emotional piece of it, like I literally, we stood in circle with my mentor, Suzanne, who is just amazing. I'm so grateful for her. But, um, and I heard the words, I am home, like literally like, and again, it was, it was my first experience with a spirit guide, which was just awesome. Like it was just so amazing um so I started integrating some of that work and as for myself and for my clients and then realized that like oh I'm supposed to be doing more than just this you know um and so and I also in that time was when I realized that like mothering was more than just my two children that I have you know in in this lifetime um So, you know, then I started doing more work and then COVID hit and it was like, you know, I, my kids at the time were, uh, what were they? They were, well, they were, they, I don't know, age wise, they were fifth grade and third grade. And so they, they can't stay home by themselves. Everything was closed down. We know what that was like. And I had, I had another moment. There's been some moments in time where this has happened for me, but this, it was so amazingly clear physically, emotionally, all it was so steady and clear that like, Oh, you, this is, you are supposed to be home. You are supposed to start You're you're supposed to do something different. This is where you belong. Uh, it was like, you know, it was a divine call for sure that like, this is what you are supposed to do. Um, and I also say at the same time, it was God kicking me in the butt and saying like, it's like, I've given you all these hints, like it's time. I've been nudging you and you just haven't taken it. So I'm going to give no, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I, my story is very similar to that. Like I've been trying to tell you, you're going to do something different. You keep trying to play the safe route. Yes. You got to go this way. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And there was, yeah, totally. And so I can't even tell you what that felt like. It was just so you know, I can bring it up for myself and it's, it's just such a gift to be like, Oh, and yes, it's liberating, but like any call, like any journey, it is not easy. Right. It is not, it's not like you get that. And then here it is. It's, you know, it's It's all on a platter. You have to, you have to navigate and put the effort and you're going to have tumbles, bumps and bruises along the way. That's part of learning. Make mistakes. That's the best way to learn. (laughs) continually talk about it as a roller coaster like mm-hmm. sometimes a roller coaster that I want to get off and take a break <laughs> and you know like just have some level ground to be on um but yeah so that's I mean that is it's it's how I've gotten here like to this moment and there's there's so many pieces in there and and my kids are older now they're becoming more independent so now I'm moving into this 
third phase of like, and I'm also like, personally, I'll share, I'm moving into like, I don't know if I'm, it's perimenopause or actual menopause at this point, but I'm having some other changes that are happening in life that are coming to my attention that I'm walking through. So, um, there's this new awakening that I am, that I am moving into and, um, another life transition for me as you know, I'm continue. you know, I'm still this mother and, but I am, my kids are becoming more independent. So that is shifting a little bit too. So the roles um, are, are shifting around and how to navigate that. Yeah. And so along the way, it's just been a, this, this beautiful journey of, you know, COVID hit. I, I knew in, intuitively knew like an immediate download of, I needed to talk to um, my friend Ilya, who I started this journey with. And I needed to talk to Suzanne, who was, you know, my craniosacral mentor and she's done, she's been doing energy work for 50 years. So she's done it all. Um, but, you know, again, like she took her a program that was Suzanne took a program that was online and she put it or in person and put it all online, like so simply put, um, again, another like higher power nudge of like, I can't make this any easier for you. So if you say <laughs> no, that's on you and you do have yeah. a choice. We are human. We have the choice. The free um, <laughs> Yeah. And Ilya was like, you know, let's bring you on and, and do you know, I'll, I'll help you along the way. And so I started there and then, you know, a, about a year or so later, I got the nudge, like, you need to own this. You need to do this on your own. You need to, you know, get moving. So you just continue to learn and continue to grow. Um, started out solo, which was another like, you know, death and rebirth of yeah. letting go of this other piece of the puzzle that has been so, you know, it, I, I, I love the, that you said fertilizer earlier. Cause the other thing that I was thinking of when I um, talked about babies is, is like the seed that grows, right? So this, you, as a seed, you are encased in this beautiful shell. You are held in the safe space. You are given the nutrients in the ground. And then you shed this shell that has protected you for all of this period of time and nurtured you and held you. And you do so with gratitude. So again, like even though we're letting go and we're releasing and we're moving forward and as humans that might feel icky, it might feel like there might be some guilt, there might be some shame, there might be some some other emotions that don't feel good, but we are really letting go with gratitude for at least I definitely do with gratitude for what that 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 nurturing had done for us in that moment and then the knowing that it's time to let that go and to move forward. And knowing that it's um, always a part of us, but yes. like that's the, yes. that's the true healing. It's not about yes. cutting something or separating it from you. It's yes. taking something and alchemizing it and, and coming in the love and acceptance of that's where I was at that point And I did the best I could and yeah. knowing now what I know I can move forward into this next chapter. And that doesn't mean anything less about the person I was before. It's just, that's a stepping stone of where I'm going to be. Yeah, absolutely. And, and having reverence and gratitude for that person that you were, because if you weren't moving through what you were moving through, whether it was beautiful and lovely or whether it was, um, you know, not so comfortable and challenging, there's such beauty in that because we, we need those moments in order to grow, you know, for like and compost isn't duality. Like that's the best. Yes. You know, compost doesn't smell very good. It doesn't look appetizing, but it's what brings us those beautiful flowers and beautiful vegetables and nourishing and nurturing. 
us in the moment so that we can start the cycle all over again. Um, yeah. And so that's, that's kind of what has brought me to this moment. And it's why, you know, the other piece in that life transition thought process is that, you know, I knew from a very early age that I was this mother inside, like, even though I wasn't at that, that, you know, that societal definition of mother, you know, and I'm going to continue that my whole entire life, just like, I love to play like my, and my guides tell me all the time, like, it's time to play. Like I need that. I know I need that balance of like doing some work and then playing. Cause that's what keeps me in the flow and not on one side or the other. And although we think about play as like childhood stuff, like we need to play at every phase we in our lifetime. Learn our ch- from our children and bring that. Cause that's like, when did life get so serious? Who said, yeah. who wrote the rule? I want to know who wrote the rule that in order to be successful, you have to be so serious and walk the dotted line. Why, why can't we have both? Like, that's one thing yeah. that I'm learning in my own journey is like, the more I play and the more I enjoy life, which why I came as a divine being to experience this, yeah. experience it all, is to have play and have fun and, and enjoyment and the bittersweetness, even of those, those sour moments of life, mm-hmm. to, in contrast of those really deep, intimate, loving points. But if I don't allow myself to be intimate and fully experience it, I can't see the duality. I'm not actually living. And we came here to live. Yeah, absolutely. And and going back to that duality piece, it's being able to hold both of those, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's a reason why there's masculine and feminine. There's yin and there's yang, you know, there's day and there's night. There's because we need both of those. We need the death and the rebirth. We need that so that we can yeah they both serve a purpose and and so that we can grow in the middle we can come out in that middle space and be who we are meant to be in that moment because we are living moment to moment and every moment is is different one to the other and there is a time there is a time to be serious that that brings in that like that queen perspective right so we have the mother we have the maiden when we're talking about play and then we have the crone or the, I like to call her the queen because that's when, you know, and in each phase we grow and we understand and we own that phase. And that's where we're in that queendom. And that can be as like a six-year-old who has understood that like, I have a voice, I'm independent, I can do certain things. And, but I also know that I need my, my people. I need my inner circle. I need my helpers help me or whether that's you know in my 20s and 30s or whether that's as a mother and being able to we talked about this before like balance the um the duality of like loving and coming from that place of love but also having firm boundary healthy boundaries and expectations or and then same thing when we move on from from having that period of life, whether it's, you know, we're moving into our retirement phase as our society or empty nesters or, and we're once again in this place of like, I, who am I? What do I want to do with this? You're redefining yourself. Yes, yes, yes. And you're, again, you reach that queendom of like, yeah, this is who I am. I can still play at 60. I can still Mm -hmm be, um, you know, playful, fun, mothering, sensual. I can be all of these things at every phase of my life. And it's, that's who I am in whatever 
you know, form that takes on for you, whatever. And it, and that's the beauty of this work is that it is all about you. I am just the mm-hmm. guide. I am holding the space for you with no understanding. Yeah. Yes. With no, no expectations. I don't have any goals for you other than to hold space and help you get where you want to go. Your we were body just talking about is- that with our kids before we hopped on there is like reminding people like, like our kids, like you are in control. Like, and my job is not to control you as a parent. My help, my job is to guide. And that is honestly the first experience of going through all this journey is like, you have goals and I'm going to help remind you of your goals and not out of a judgment. It's just saying like your actions that you're deciding is this align with your goal or not align with your goal. And I'm not saying that as a condoning or um, condescending, I just am holding the reflection mirror for you to put the pieces together and say, yes, I'm on the right track or hmm, maybe I shouldn't do that. Or maybe my goals have actually switched and these aren't necessarily my goals. But if you don't have somebody asking you those questions and holding those mirrors, it's hard to navigate. If you're not asking the right questions, you're not gonna get the right answer. Yeah. And sometimes we aren't, sometimes because of our conditioning or upbringing or whatever it is, sometimes we've never been given that choice, Mm -hmm. right? We've never been allowed to ask ourselves, is this thought story mine? Is this true for me? Is this goal mine? Or can I, like we, maybe you haven't been ever given that choice to have another choice to be able to take another another choice. (laughs) Yes, to know that there's something else out there. And that is part of this whole journey um, to really allow you to return home to you, right? Like to, to be yourself, because I firmly believe that we are all here to be who we are. We're all here for a purpose, you know, and we are, it, it is our divine right to be that person that we are, that we have chosen to be in this lifetime. And no one can take that away from you. And no one can tell you who that is inside other than yourself. Um, so it's really an inner journey of that. And, you know, if you're listening and thinking, oh, you know, like, I don't, it's scary to, to look inside. And I will say, yes, yeah, sometimes it is. But the beautiful thing about our souls is that she knows what you're ready to see and she knows what you're ready to work on. And some, if you're not ready, it's not, you're not going to be shown it, or you're going to feel that resistance and know that I'm not ready. And that is okay. That is I'm ready, but I need support and knowing when, like, that's like a big lesson that we need to learn is like, when we are so resourceful ourselves, we're resourceful to realize like, Hey, this does feel really big, but I feel called that I'm ready to go there. Mm. So that's when I need somebody to hold me in that process that I don't have to do it on my own. Coming from a place of lone soldiering it a lot of my life mm. is realizing yep. I can trust other people to come into my inner circle, into my inner inner space. And they're someone that I trust that isn't going to judge me to be able to hold. And that's where our work comes from, is coming yes. from somebody that is can hold that unconditional love and that mirror back that that isn't holding any expectations or other hidden agendas in that space to know these are the times where I can lean in. And how I say it in my work is like in those scary moments, in those shadow points, like I'm walking hand in hand with you mm-hmm. and we're going to shine the light together. 
Yes. And no, and this is what I always say, like, like that, that little gremlin that looks super scary in the dark and you shine the light on it and you dust it off and you figure, you find like this most beautiful, innocent part of you that was just hidden under all the gunk. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That is so spot on and so beautiful and so true. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I have been blessed by so many people, you know, Jackie included that have held that space for me. And, you know, it is, it is my honor to be able to do that for someone else, you know, going back to what she was saying, Jack, Jackie was saying about, you know, our kids, like anyone that comes into my space, it's, it's a gift and an honor to be able to hold that space Absolutely. for you. So, um, and that's and, what I love. Yeah. Like we both have the same approach when that, like people are always like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like my first reaction is not not thank me, thank you for allowing yeah, me to be showing. in this space and thank you yeah. for choosing you and saying I'm worthy enough to move through this because I am meant for something more. Like yeah. I am honored just to be a witness and, and be a part of the journey, but I'm not doing it, you're doing it and I'm celebrating you for doing it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, for sure. I love that. Well, I just, I just love like the, your work is so needed because if you think about it, like how many big life transformations like times that you have where you go through those transitions. And I just think to myself, like I've, I've even had that specific thought of, especially like going from, from the household and this, everyone telling you what to do and you're out on your own for the first time and you have no flipping clue what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Like no clue. You're like, I'm in this strange, it's like literally getting dropped off into another planet. Cause you're like, yeah. wait, I get to make that choice. Like I get to decide how to eat. Oh my gosh, I have to feed myself. Like, like going through those I can things, stay like up and go out. Different world. Yeah, yeah. I can go out like during the week and you know stay up late and like do whatever you know. No one's gonna yeah. tell me that I have to go to bed. And yeah. I and I and we and we test those boundaries because of that to learn our own of like oh okay mom and dad aren't gonna tell me that I have to go to bed at nine o'clock so I'm gonna stay up and then until three in the morning and then you realize you have class the next day and you're like. Yeah, that was not a smart idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but like all those, like thinking about all those different things, like your work to me, like what comes together is like you are really helping people redefine their identity. So like when when the, you go through those transitions, like it's a part of you could get lost, like a part of you, like we're saying, it sheds away. But instead of throwing it in the trash, what you do is is let it shed, turn into the fertilizer and really help them step into their new chapter, that rebirth, yeah. like that's what you're doing is, is navigating them through that shedding process and, and letting go of the grief and, and the, the shame and the guilt. Like there's nothing, there's nothing to be guilty for. A plant doesn't grow and say, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry leaves that I dropped you off the tree. Like, oh my God, like <laughs> a tree doesn't do that. It, it, it goes, okay, I'm ready to release you because we've done this cycle. And I know that new new things are coming, but now this is the time for the reflection and the deep. And I need to preserve all the energy for in here because the winter is coming. Like that's what it does. It doesn't, it doesn't hold shame. Like, oh my gosh, I'm a horrible tree because I just dropped all this. And I was trying to hold all these things, but we don't realize unless somebody shines the light on for us sometimes how much we are actually carrying. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's, we're I mean, so used to carrying it until we're like, yes. Oh, that was, I didn't even know that I was carrying that. Like, I feel so much lighter and I never realized that until it shifts. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I had that. I totally had that experience. I've had that experience many times. Well, many times, not as prominently as that one time where it was like, wow, I can't believe like 
that's all that. Like I literally went from one place to the next, said my piece about why I was there to be there. And then I remember my boss who is a friend of mine now is who said, said to me, like, you don't talk much, do you? Which is not true. Like, that's not true. But because I was so carrying that burden, it was like my own personal winter where I was just like inside myself and not, I don't think I knew what to say. It was a survival. It was a definite survival mechanism. I was surviving. I was not thriving in that time period. I was, I was taking care. I was meeting basic needs for me. I was taking care of my kids probably beyond what they needed. And those moments, they were also little. So I was feeling that weight of like mm-hmm. being a mom and working. And expected, not... And I'm not a good mom if I don't do X, Y, Z. And like, yeah. And it, it wasn't, it wasn't my picture of motherhood. It was like, I don't, I never pictured working during when they were little, you know, that wasn't, that's not what I grew up with. It's not what I pictured. Um, you know, and there wasn't a lot of joy. It was just all survival. And that's, you know, to come out of that on the other side and recognize, you know, what it feels like to let that go, to see the patterns, because a lot of times there is a pattern behind that, to understand who I wanted to be as a mother, like even in, in, within that role and knowing that like some parts of that needed to stay, um, to reconnect, like you talk, like to reconnect with who I am, because we stay who we are at the core. We just, we just, we just have a new layer of ourselves that we grow into Mm -hmm. just like that tree. I mean, that tree in the winter, as it's as it's going from fall to winter it knows intuitively that if these leaves stay it will pull them down mm-hmm. and it will not survive the winter and that inner yeah. you know that inner time of stillness so it lets them go because it it too serves too, both too, it's twofold yeah it's twofold and then it grows another layer of leaves so it's the same it was the same for me i knew that at that moment i needed to let go because if not I'm not going to, I'm not going to say this. I don't mean to over dramatize us to say this, but I, I wouldn't survive to stay in that mode. Like it would, it would just be too much. Um, and I don't, who knows what would come out on the other side. And so instead I did the work and it wasn't, again, it wasn't, it wasn't a short period of time. It was layer by layer by layer and then grew my own leaves, but stayed who I am at the core and continually that as we go through these transitions, it is a remembering of who we are. And so we might not know who we are on, <clears throat> or some pieces of us, because I've picked up pieces of myself along the way yep. and feel more and more alive and more and more um, true to myself. I won't say like myself because yep. I've always been myself, but true to who I am. Yes. Um in each moment. And, you know, so within each life transition, there is a healing process, whether the healing process, whether being injured, ill, dealing with anxiety, or, um, you know, dealing with a chronic illness that maybe traditional medicine, like modern medicine, isn't picking up on all of the pieces, because this, what I do in my work is not a solitary answer either. It's like, I'm one of the pieces of the puzzle, right? Um, I'm going to help you go within, reconnect with yourself, move through some of that death process, go into the rebirth process. But at the same time, you might be with a medical doctor and the the benefit to being with, to being, 
held by me and guided by me at the same time is that when you're hearing all the information, because there's a lot of ways to treat um, a diagnosis, and there's a lot of options to give a person to deal with whatever they're they're dealing with, you know? And so, but you get to listen to all of those options and then go within with the tools that you've learned with me and decide which one is for you, which one your soul says, this is for you and also this, but not this. And because that's your divine right. Like we don't need to go blindly and be led by someone else because then you're living their life and their choices and not your life and your choices. I always so say it, you are the expert of your own being. No one can tell yes. you what you need to do. They can give you options, but your job is to tune in and ask what is the best for me mm-hmm. and know that no matter what you choose, you can't mess it up because it's right. all serving at the end of the day. There's no mistakes like yes. that, way, like the typical way you say mistakes, because we need those opportunities to kind of stumble and fall and get back to figure out what works and what doesn't work for us. Exactly. Like you said earlier, you have to try it on. And, and yes, and I will, I, that's why I use the word guide because I am, I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm not going to tell you which way is right or which way is wrong. Because like Jackie said, there's like you said, Jackie, there's no, there is no wrong way. Um, It's that's for you. It's, it's this beautiful unfolding. And sometimes that feels intimidating too, because again, like I, I wasn't somebody who had a lot of, or felt like I had a lot of choices and I've been afforded a lot of choices in my life. I'm not going to, I don't want to paint that picture, but I didn't feel like I had a choice a lot of times. So the um, obligation that we walk with, we, you have choices, but it's the connotation that if I choose the other choice, like it, I can't, like, it's not a choice in our, yes. our minds. <laughs> yes. Or permission. Like I don't have permission. I don't have um, the means or, you know, like there were lots of times where, you know, my husband was like, just quit, just quit. And I was like, no, I can't do that. I can't do that to us. I can't do that, you know, financially or like whatever, all the different things. And, you know, but the universe is like, but you're going to eventually, because (laughs) we, I have worked, walked all of those paths, you know, coming up to this moment, I have walked all of them and continue to walk pieces of all of them. Um, because if it is truly aligned for you, it is going to come to you shape or form. (laughs) Yes. You know, when you, and, and again, when you are ready and that might might not be that you feel ready or that you are like saying, yep, let's do it right now. The soul is ready. Your soul is ready and, and, and has all and your higher power has already put the people Mm -hmm. and the pieces and the support in place for you to have that container held. So you feel safe enough or quote unquote ready to step forward. Um, you know, I love Lao Tzu and he says like even a thousand mile journey starts with a single step. And it it is so, it is so true that like our life is this unlimited potential filled journey. And it just, and that's what you do is you help them learn to take one step at a time when it yes. feels overwhelming in those transitions all we got to do is remember we're not running we're not working worried about running the marathon we're worried about the one step at a time yes and it can be a tiny step it can be a little tiny baby step or it can be a big leap forward whatever you're you know ready for in that moment whatever whatever is for you mm-hmm. in that moment because this isn't about 
upending your world. <laughs> Absolutely. You it's know. not about overwhelming your system where you can't function. Like we don't, we don't want to go that no, way. We don't. Yeah. We definitely don't want that. Well, and um, your nervous system won't let you go to that. Like you'll, you'll shut down because too big of leaps, like even good leaps too big, too much in not integrating and regulating your system is going to backfire as well. It's like you yes. those little, those little steps are sometimes better. And I know people preach the, the quantum leaps and all of that, but if you don't have the right systems in place, you're going to take that quantum leap and you're going to go tumbling and then you're going to learn, huh? Well, that didn't work out quite as well as I expected. Yeah. It doesn't mean give up. It's just, okay, where do I get to navigate? I also yeah. loved like, like as you were sharing what was coming through and like kind of my process too is, and I think that this is resonates. This is why it's coming up for me, for the listeners too, is like in that, that death and rebirth process and in, in the shedding piece is remembering you also have to mourn the old chapter and mm -hmm. allow yourself self the space to mm -hmm. mourn that and not hold the guilt in and shame or, or anything like that for, for changing because change is inevitable. But sometimes we hold that of, of mourning the past versions and realizing that they're not going anywhere. And it actually mm -hmm. like the way we look at death is, is silly in my mind, like it, it, as a human race, like we, back in the day they would celebrate death mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because it's this beautiful chapter of rebirth. You know what I mean? Like it's the end of mm -hmm. one chapter, the beginning of the other. It's not the end period. It's, it's right. the, the, the bridging of a new chapter of life and giving yourself the space, not only to mourn that, but at the same time, celebrating mm -hmm. what is to come. Because knowing that as one door closes, one door always opens, maybe mm -hmm. a window, but something's always opening. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's always another path for you. You're never, you're never stuck. Even when we feel what we're stuck, it's just how we lean into our resources and look around and say, what do I have? Mm -hmm. What do I have at my fingertips that is always there because I always have everything I need and mm -hmm. sit back and see that. And sometimes when you're in the muck of it, it's hard to hold that perspective. And that's when it's nice to have somebody to lean into, to have that, that mentorship and that guidance around. Yeah. And to also be able to, being able to look at what I, you do have allows you to sit in the muck, which when you were talking about mourning, like mourning and celebrating, there's also this liminal space in between yes. where as we are releasing and we're mourning, that's another period of stillness and reflection mm -hmm. where if we can see what we have or have that little bit of light to, to know that we are going somewhere, it allows, it gives us the whatever word you want to put on it, the courage, the presence to be with the muck. And because, because that's where, you know, emotions are meant to move through us. They're not meant to stay, but we have to honor them and we have to hold space. Our body, if there's a part of us that's hurting and we push it away or we, we are angry at it, which a lot of times, listen, myself, hello, raising hand, big, way high up, <laughs> me, too, me too. you know, saying like, oh, this sucks. And I, and I'm mad at you for, for not allowing me to blah, 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 or for feeling this pain every day. But if you want to integrate and heal, you need to, it needs to be held, mm -hmm. right? Like it, it needs to be just like that plant needs to be nurtured in the dark. 
-hmm. and the baby in the middle of the night that is screaming needs to be held you need to be held whether it's the emotions you're feeling or the physical pain you're feeling or the thought story or the the trauma the past trauma whether it's this lifetime or another or whatever it is it's coming up in that muck there's a period of stillness where if we can see or be held and be held enough to be able to see it and hold it with that meta that loving kindness that compassion we can be there with it instead of push it away which allows us to take that step forward and with honor and, and honor it at the same time with gratitude and then move into celebration of where we were, where we are now and have where we're going. Yep. for where we're going. Yeah. And, and it doesn't, then it takes some of that. It, so a lot of, you know, there's a lot of science behind like fear and excitement are the same neural pathway and it's about how you look at it and how you approach it. And so we can take that fear of the unknown and it becomes exciting. You know, it becomes that feeling of excitement instead of that feeling of dread and fear, um, which again, you know, that in itself boosts your immune system, helps you to heal, brings you into this next layer of vibration. But again, like you were talking about quantum leaping, if you go try to go from like, oh, I'm going to cut this part off, I'm going to release this, and then I'm going to move quickly into this other quickly in in relative to you and how fast you need to move then it might you might not be able to get there to that excitement and it will feel shocking to your nervous system again raising hand have done it allowing yourself to be in between the lines is what i call it it's like you're not the old version of you but you're not the new version of you yet you get to just be with the you in this moment right now without labels, everything string attack, you get to just be that essence for a minute and be appreciative of that point, knowing that it's an ever, ever ending spiral yeah, um, and being okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's just a beautiful experience because then when you look back on it, you get to see how far you've grown and, and it just elevates you even more in that sense. Like, and, and in those moments when the, the death is coming back again, you can remember how you worked through it the first time and maybe see how far you've come and what's changed in your process. The next time, what didn't work, what do I want to try on new this time? Because I'm acknowledging I have the awareness of this is another cycle that I'm going through. And I know yeah. I've, I've experienced it over and over again. It's going to come back around. But in this moment, how can I make it more enjoyable? Mm-hmm. Because it's all about the lens we look at it. And that, that's yeah. how I teach emotions too, is like you, there's there's two sides of emotion in, in all emotions and realizing okay, where can I use this to my advantage instead of stepping back into that victim mentality? Mm-hmm. Because for, for me, everything serves a purpose, no matter how hideous, quote unquote, they can't see me quoting, hideous the package yeah. may come presented, that there's always some gift inside. Yeah. Oh yeah. I firmly believe that there's always, I'm always <laughs> looking for the lesson. I, 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 um, you know, say to myself, like, what is, and not in those deep and not in those deep emotional moments, but as I start to come out of it, like what, 
what is my soul? What is God? What am I trying to learn? What are they trying to teach me? What are they trying to show me in my journey? Like, so to help me along my journey. Um, yeah, I, I do firmly believe that. I know there's, there's different thoughts on that out there, but, um, it's all part, it's all part of our journey as we walk. I think you hit it right on the the thing that I really want to address and, and bring attention to people is, um, and how I, I teach as well is not rushing to the, the understanding Mm -hmm. being in the feels and in the mix of it. That's actually the holding that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. It's like, I'm feeling the anger and allowing it to move through me because if I don't let it fully be heard and expressed, I'm bottling it up. And that's where we're ticking time bombs. And you're like, Mm -hmm. I don't understand why they're so mad. They just exploded because it's nothing to do with what happened in that exact moment. It's Mm -hmm. the years and years that have been building up. And it was the cherry on top that just set it off. And Mm -hmm. to realize like that's something, a pattern that I realized that I was doing is I had the program of being the strong one. So I've always been an emotional person, but I would let myself feel to a certain point. And then I would say, suck it up. Okay, we got stuff to do. Like if you like one of the the mantras that we're in playing in my head all the time, especially like that brought big attention is when I lost my mom is like, Jackie, you're the glue. If you fall apart, the whole wall's coming down. Mm-hmm. But what are you doing? Think about everyone else. Yeah. And, and I had to rewire and and pull those threads and spin it around to realize, like, I have to take care of me in order to show up for everybody else. Like, yes. um, and, and I'm sure I've said this before, um, for the listeners probably too, but it's like the first time I rode an airplane and I heard the analogy of like, put your mm. mask on your face before your loved one or whatever. And literally yeah. instant, I was like, hell no, am I gonna put that thing on my face and not on my child? Like my child will always come first. And then I, I had, it hit me like, my child cannot take care of themselves without me. So if my child survives, it still can't survive in that right. same fashion. So if yeah. I take care of me, I can then take care of my child or my loved yeah. one. And we can be together. It doesn't have to be an either or, but like we're taught to look at this black and white view and like that's the duality. But at the same point, like how I try to teach it is like, yes, we live in a duality world, but that doesn't mean black or white. There's a whole mm-hmm. bunch of gray in the middle. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it, that's the same thing. I look at masculine and feminine and all of this, all of these dualities in life is it's not two separate things. They're one thing of wholeness. It's mm-hmm. just two different views of the same thing. Yeah. Your emotion has two different views. Your, your energy has two different views. Everything, everything's made in two like that too. We have two hands, we have two ears, two eyes, mm-hmm. like two nostrils, like all of these things that where we, we perceive is normally in two different aspects and to find that balancing point and that's what it is some days i may be closer to the 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 black side some days i may be closer to the white side of the black and white pattern some days i'm dead in the middle and knowing that it's a it's a fluctuating range that there's no right or wrong and it's in the moment and giving myself the free will and the free being of acknowledging this is where i'm at and it may not be where i truly desire to be but that mm-hmm. is also the awareness of showing me, okay, this is where I am and mm-hmm. I want to be here. So what does my body, soul, mind, energy, emotions need to get me where I desire to go? Yeah. And just having that self-awareness too, is that's like, that is the first step 
right? Is is because we are we're so conditioned to look outside of ourselves all the time. I mean, especially now with like um like all the screens and all the all the things. Like we are we are we are looking everywhere but inside and just having that mm-hmm. self-awareness is is the first step. And it's such a powerful step um because it helps you to make decisions that are true to your heart and soul. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean I had that this this week just thinking about spring break that's coming up for our kids. Like, you know, or and going back to putting the oxygen mask on, I, I love that analogy and I think about that all the time because I I was that person who didn't speak up because I didn't want to upset the apple cart. Because sometimes when I did that, there were consequences mm-hmm. that I wanted to avoid. And sometimes I, and then a lot of the time I was taking care of everybody else's feelings. Well, if I, if I say this, or if I make this choice, then so-and-so is going to be upset. Well, guess what? I'm not living for me in that moment. And then you, and I'm you not know, in charge of anyone else's emotions. Right. Right. Like they're in charge. Like I, I always hear that so many times. And I mean, I'm guilty too, um, as it, but I'm really bringing the awareness of like your child does something and you're like, you made me so mad. That made me so mad. It has nothing to do with what they're like. You know what I mean? It has nothing to do. What my response is has nothing to do with them. I am in responsibility of my own reactions. Exactly. And so when you recognize that and you live that out, you're teaching someone else. Well, first of all, you're coming, you're, you're teaching, you're, you're, I find that I'm often more grounded and I can stay within myself because I know that my actions are mine and they have to do with me. And if they are upsetting someone else, then that's something reflected within them. Or maybe I need to look at their reaction and, and maybe look within myself too. If it's triggering me back. More likely I'm mirroring something that's triggering them and the trigger is on them. But then I can say, okay, is, am I in alignment? It's like a self check. Like a gut yep. check. Okay. Okay. I did cause this trigger. Am I a <laughs> healing trigger or is there some way of being, am I aligned the way I want to be in this moment? Yeah. Or did I and, not handle and, that? And I can take my responsibility and own my part of, I probably didn't come across the way I intended. I apologize for my peace and knowing that we are responsible for everything and not, we are hundred percent, hundred percent responsible for our part, knowing that there's more than just our part that plays a role. We are in co-creation always. Yeah. And it, when you're putting your own oxygen mask on, you know, you have to take care of you so that again, you can take care of others. You can teach others how to take care of themselves and give someone else the onus and the permission to take care of themselves. Like it is okay to take care of yourself. It is okay to be independent. It is your right to put on your own oxygen mask first to take care of you. And this is emotion. Like we are, we teach people how to brush their teeth because you want to take care of your teeth. You want to eat healthy, blah, blah, blah. We also want to take care of yourself energetically, emotionally, you know, on a soul level, which means doing what you are passionate about and lit up about, you know, obviously within the the realm of, you know, being responsible for yourself and for others around you. But, you know, it is taking care of you and teaching everyone else that 
you are responsible for yourself and that you have the permission to take care of you and to be yourself. Because when you do that, then you are able, you're better able to be, to live from a heart centered place and to respond instead of react. When something comes your way, you're more clear headed in terms of your thinking you can be in the flow of life and you can, you know, you can play, you can do all the things you want to do. But if you're constantly, you know, taking care of everyone else or making choices and actions and, and um, based on how it will affect everyone else, I challenge you to ask yourself, are they really your choices? Mm-hmm. Are you, you know, living life we, somebody through somebody else living your life or are you living your life? And yeah, yes, certain, like there's a point of like responsibility of like mm-hmm. the ripple effect, but at the same mm-hmm. point, like I don't choose not to ch- do what I truly desire because other people's uncomfort. Cause my, my job is not the comfortability of everyone else. Obviously, you know, there's certain boundaries and, but the more yes. I respect my own boundaries, others will respect my boundaries as well and give an example for them to hold their own boundaries so then there's better communication so there's clear boundaries in all part parties yeah that's where i was going to go next with the responsibility piece but you can ask yourself that right like you can say am i making this choice out of you know this week i had a choice to make about next week and i had asked myself am i making this choice to run away from another you know to run away from another situation am i making this choice because I'm feeling scared, like out of scarcity, or am I making this choice because it is really truly what I need and want to do for me so that I can have that reset button and I can go fully 100% charged into the next, my next step. Or am I just constantly repeating this unhealthy cycle and pattern by making this choice out of maybe out of responsibility, out of a false sense of responsibility? And that's where when you can go within and ask yourself, you know, am I, is this a truly like, do I really need to make this choice out of like, is this thought story that's in my mind regarding this choice true for me in this moment right now? Because maybe it was at some point. And maybe right now it's not. Mm-hmm. And what the choice that you, and maybe it, and ask yourself, is this based on somebody else's thoughts, actions, and feelings? Or is this based on mine? Um, because yes, we are, we are responsible to the collective outside of ourselves. We are responsible, some of us, for others, depending on our job, our life situation. Um, but again, if you're taking care of you, then you are taking care of others because if, if you will be able to show up forever, if you show up for yourself, then you will be able to show up for everyone else. Absolutely. It goes into the, the inner world is, is the outer world is a reflection of the inner world and the inner world is a reflection of the outer world. It's twofold. Mm-hmm. All of the perspectives. Oh, such beautiful, beautiful takeaways in this. Um, I'll, I just want to, I know we could talk forever, but I know that we yeah. have, things going on as well but so for the people listening what is the last takeaways like what is on your heart the last takeaway you want to share with them to leave them with for this time and I know you'll probably be on again but for this session oh my gosh um I think as we move into this season of spring and we're already kind of moving into it 
I, I, what I, what's really on, on my heart right now is just to honor yourself wherever you are in this moment, this year energetically has been so tumultuous at, at the start. Um, and you know, I can't speak, I'm not an astrologer, so I can't speak like directly into it, but spring in itself is the time where we've done some deep introspection of winter we've been within and now we're moving into this spring where we are called to be outside more and you know with where we are in the world where we are in this time of 2020 2023 we are able to be outside and be with people more and be have new experiences um that maybe we haven't had in the past three years and so as we move into spring, yes, it is a rebirth and yes, it is this big, you know, um, coming into the outer world party. And believe me, I like to, I love nature. I love to be outside. I love to be with people, but I, I also just feel this call to share with you just to honor yourself and wherever you are in this moment is exactly where you are meant to be. And you have every right to be and feel and know who you are in that moment and just be with her or him or whoever, you know, whoever you are, wherever you resonate or they, you know, just be an honor yourself in this moment. Um, yeah, that's what I feel, you know, called to share with you in this time and, and know that, you know, you can move at your own pace. You know, this is your journey. This is your life. And you can move at a pace that feels comfortable to you. And there are ways to do that, even when it feels like the rest of the world is moving faster than you are feeling ready or comfortable to move. Absolutely. I love that. That's one of the themes that keep coming up for me over and over again, which I also heard in part of what you were saying is remembering that action isn't always about doing just mm -hmm. an action of just being in this moment and deciding not to do anything is still an action. And so mm -hmm. that's what I'm hearing is like honoring yeah. wherever you're at, just because it's spring doesn't mean we have to have the go, go, go energy. It might be, I'm in this new chapter and I'm that butterfly and I'm drying my wings off so I can soar. Mm -hmm. but this is where I'm at in this moment. And I'm just mm -hmm. going to be and I'm not going to worry about doing all the things right now. I'm going to be right now to save my energy for when I, the fire is ready to move. Yes, I love that. For those of you who don't know, aren't familiar with that butterfly cycle, when they come out of the chrysalis, they knew, they do. They need to be able to open their wings fully and they need to be able to be still because if their wings don't open fully or if they don't dry properly, they can't fly. Mm -hmm. So that I love that you said that and because it goes perfectly with the feel of of this whole that whole statement of just honoring where you are and knowing that you will get where you're going to go at your own pace no matter what so it doesn't have to be any faster or any slower than anybody else because it's yours yeah. and it's your journey no one else's journey everyone you cannot compare apples and oranges it's yeah. your journey is specifically uniquely designed to you. There may be similarities in somebody else's journey, but not to compare it to um, judge. You know what I mean? You can use it as inspiration, but remembering you're on your own journey, your own path, and you're the only one that knows the right way for you. Yeah, absolutely. I love it.
Oh, thank you so much for being with us here today. Thank you for having me. Where, um, so, so the people want to get in your world, where's the best way for them to connect with you? I think if you go to my, um, Instagram page at I am Bridget McCormack, my email's there as well. So if you don't feel comfortable, you know, connecting with me over Instagram, you can find, um, find my email there. And then through my link, there's other ways to connect with me on there too. So that's probably the easiest way. Um, to find me on there. And that will be in the show notes. So look down in the show notes, click on that, come hang out with her, say hi, share what yeah. resonated with your, with. This oh yeah, please just, today. you know, just, no, just come and just talk, talk with me. I love talking, you know, with people. So just, yeah, come and share. If you just want to share or come talk with me, that would be awesome. You know, she's an open book. Like I am a very dear, dear heart sister. She is always willing to start a conversation and meet new people. So just like you would reach out to me, reach out to her and just say hi and say, hey, your words meant something to me. This is what came up and she will start a beautiful conversation with you. I love it. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Soul Revolution Tribe and being part of our soul family. If anything in this episode resonated with you, please subscribe, leave a review, and share your takeaways. You can find me on IG at Grow with Jackie B or on YouTube at Soul Revolution Tribe. I will see you next week for more soul conversations and medicine. Bye for now and see you back soon.